Well, hello. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosewalk. And, and this, this is, is Married, married to Hollywood. Hollywood, where we break down the good, the bad, and the ugly. About being married to each other. And the industry. I, I don't know why I feel like you did that hello even more emphasized than did I? you do. I'm just smiling. I'm glad. Why well, are you smiling? Well, first of all, happy birthday Aye. to you. Happy birthday to you. Would you prefer I did Marilyn Monroe? <laughs> Definitely not. Okay. Happy birthday, dear Jason. I love you. I love you. I love you. Happy birthday to you. Thank Yay! you, honey. It's your Thank birthday. You. It's your birthday. Thank you. Well, it, well, actually, will be when people listen to this tomorrow because your birthday's in two hours and 44 minutes. On almost half the world, it already is my birthday. It's true. What? Yeah, it's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Happy birthday, Thanks, babe. Son. How you doing? Good. Another year older, another year wiser. How you feeling? Another year older, another <laughs> year wiser. <laughs> what are some birthday goals, wishes, wants, desires? Well, I can't say our birthday wishes out loud because as a kid, I was told superstition that if you That's say them, true. it'll come true. Isn't that only the, for the wish when, when you blow out the, the candles? candles. Yeah. That doesn't ring true for every wish. Okay. Right? So, um... <sighs> My goals for this next year, my next trip around the sun, um, personal goals, I would like to um, get my body fat percentage back where I want it to be and be in the shape that I want to be um, physically. Mentally, I want to make space to maybe meditate for 10 to 15 minutes every day. Mm-hmm. I want to get back to running regularly mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> using the the gifts that I'm aware that I'm getting, I'm going to learn how to muscle up in this next I year. I know. I was just wondering, have they arrived? They, I thought they were supposed they to arrive today, so they Who might knows? be out front. Um, and uh-huh. then uh, I would say in our relationship, um, continue to um, support you in all the ways that you need to be supported uh, to help you grow in whatever your next generation, next generation, next direction uh, is. If we decide to add any more to our next generation, I guess, <laughs> support you in it's, that endeavor. It's in your well. mind, isn't it? It's on my mind, definitely. Um, career-wise, um, getting my artistic career uh, back on track, whatever that looks like here in uh, in Maryland. Um, getting my uh, day job up and running within the world of real estate which I think will grow also with the creative side because I'm really hoping to pair those together so that yeah, so that I can bring love that I have for the arts to everything I do as opposed to trying to keep them separate. It's something that I learned at the end of my time in retail that they don't have to be separate. They have to serve each other. If your day job doesn't serve your greater career and your greater goals and your greater aspirations, the resentment you build toward it eventually takes away from it. Absolutely. Um, and then you also become more grateful to that day job that allows you to stay in the game because you are pursuing your art and fulfilling it. Um, and then, you know, uh, once all of this has passed, uh, COVID, um, visiting my family more, uh, yeah. seeing them in Vegas, um, getting to see my family in Chicago because that side of the family is growing a lot. Yeah. And um, I guess just being the best husband and father and version of myself and doing my work every day to continue to do that and not being not taking anything for granted or not being um what were uh complacent not we're not being complacent and um not cutting any corners well that was a lot of goals beautiful a lot of things very um, poetic and aspirational <laughs> and yeah. eloquently spoken and does 
was great. And that was all extemporaneous. I love so it. I love it. <laughs> I will hold well, happy birthday, baby. They've been documented via vocal recording. <laughs> they have be been. We can we can check back and make sure, you know, you can go check, check <laughs> off the to-do list like we used to do. Daily check marks. Daily definitely. check marks. It's true. Well, I hope for your actual birthday tomorrow you feel loved, you feel cherished, you just have fun. I have and I feel loved and cherished every day. Yay. I, I don't know if we've gone over this before on the podcast because I don't know if we took a gap last summer when we were around this window. I think we had taken a gap because we were here visiting. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't typically like birthdays. I know. I feel like most people fall into two categories. Um, they love celebrating other people's birthdays or they love celebrating their own. Um, yeah. There are people in between who end up love celebrating everyone's birthdays. Sometimes I feel like those people are just a little... Like they celebrate themselves and others extraordinarily, extravagantly. I think that's a little extra. No judgment. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of judgment. But it's just like... Ju- judgment-free. Safe space. Safe space. <laughs> safe space. I, I, think, um, I think birthdays birthdays are great for kids because they're milestones. I think that as an adult, um, the milestones uh, are goals. And Interesting. Interesting. I think that those much like birthdays should be celebrated and you look forward to the next thing. So if we're looking at this year as um, 34, another goal accomplished, I look forward to being 34 and I look forward to what's next. Uh, I don't, I don't think that, um, I guess considering everything that's going on or I guess growing another year older is an extraordinary achievement. It is. And it is no matter what, but, specifically now with what's going on with COVID, it kind of puts it into light how lucky we are that it's another yeah. year older. Yeah. I, I totally get it. I'm People always are so surprised because I'm an actor and because I'm a performer that I hate being the center of attention. Yeah, people have never have never understood. They're like, but you're so out there and, and you're so great in crowds and this, that, and the other. But when it's actually on me, it's like, Ugh. like even on the wedding day, the wedding may have been the one time it was like, okay, because it was about you and me. Um, it was you. But <laughs> no, no, it was you. It was definitely you and me. But like birthdays, I love, love, love planning and celebrating other people's birthdays. Mm-hmm. I don't love planning my own, but I really do appreciate celebrating. Like if we're out to a restaurant, I love it if they come over with a dessert candle oh. and sing and you I don't. despise it. Despi- I learned that. No, you use the word despise the first year we were dating when I did it to you. I th- but I think I've <laughs> mellowed on that a lot because I was like, I've, oh, seen, no. I've seen how much it means to you to celebrate I want to celebrate you. It's, so it's, it's, it's important. I understand it's not, you know, you're not your mother, for instance, who likes to get as many free birthday desserts as possible and sing it every single time. Totally get that you're not my, that. My mother can be extravagant from time to time. You know. Love you, mom. But at the same time, you should be able to celebrate and take that moment of like, it is my birthday, it is my day, and just feel the love just a little bit extra. Even though you should feel love and cherished every day, just on your birthday, you should feel it. You have the look on your face right now just, as I'm even saying this. But I, I think... Um, <laughs> I get it, but yeah. I just I just want you to feel cherished. Tomorrow. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. And we can do whatever you want to do and watch whatever you want to watch. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> How are you otherwise, babe? Um, I'm good. Uh we had a we had a breakthrough uh this morning on working around some of the difficulties we're having with the script we have in development, so that was really exciting. Yeah. And we um kind of redrafted the pitch idea and sent it back to the development company we're working with. So that was exciting. Very cool. Um 
I'm halfway through my <laughs> real estate exam licensing, Woo-hoo! which is or real estate study course. The study course. I, it's blah. Um, <laughs> and it's a lot of blah. But, um, but you're enjoying it, yeah? I am and I'm not. Yeah. I, I am because it's really, it's really thought-provoking and I love, I just love like information and I love breaking things apart and learning things and learning why things are the way that they are. Yeah. And I'm learning, um, it's probably a good thing we didn't buy a house when we bought a house because we were woefully uneducated about what we were about to embark upon. It's true. But I know we were trying to be like, we can do it. But at we the same time, there. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know if Kayla Kayla listens to our podcast, but I have to say. Hi, Kayla. Kayla Laws is an excellent, excellent real estate agent. She is. Um, particularly because of the way she handled us as very new buyers. Her, um, I thought just now learning more and more about it, I thought her approach and her tactic was great. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to say that. I don't know if she listens, but I wanted to just say that. Oh. Um Hi. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm uh I'm looking forward to actually start creating. Now we've got our little backdrop set up. We've the got backdrop two is ring up, lights, we've got the ring mics. light, the mics, and as mm. soon as we get this new phone, which will be coming soon you know, within the month, we'll actually start doing more yeah, probably um, by your birthday. video content and really expanding things. Yeah. And I'm, we've been talking about it a lot. We're excited how we're going to grow the Married to Hollywood brand and um, really explore yeah. and keep it going and then start doing some short films. Like, and have to make you do Instagram every yeah, day. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't evade social media forever. And then as hard as I try. As crazy as it is, we're probably going to need to do TikTok. No. Too. Yeah, probably. Sorry. Do we, do we have to? Um, I feel do like it's probably smart. No, I know you're right. I just, I just don't want to. Okay. But I know you're right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I branding right. wise, we're going to probably need to do TikTok, YouTube and, um, and Insta. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At least weekly, if not as we grow daily, but who knows? But who knows? It's true. Yeah. Could be cool though. Could be cool. Could be. Um, what are you? What's going on with you? How are you feeling? I'm feeling all right. This this week, there were some ups and downs. A great audition. It it just, it just feels good. I know I was saying this a couple weeks ago, but when you just kind of nail it on the first take, and you're like, God, that felt good. But we had sat down and you know done the work together before doing it, which is great because you know me, and there's a block working with you with that. But today was fantastic. Well, I I think I've noted like if I'm gonna draw lines between what you did today and what you did at the last really good audition that you had is I think um, you do better when you're given less. Yes. I think, Absolutely. I think as an actor, that is really cool, and it is definitely a skill, but that <laughs> means that your your challenge that you need to do for yourself is like doing a, doing a like Judy garland monologue from the movie judy so like, i still need to watch that no but i'm like we, we, we just we, we missed totally a missed bunch it. last but I'm year saying like, you need to do like a biopic uh yeah no for sure because it's true one thing that i um you know when i talk about making it feel real and just mm-hmm. all of that and do do what just feels right a lot of it it's when it's a script like what i had today or a couple of weeks ago where it's there it's on the page you know but there's so much room for interpretation you just get to create you get to create and that's where i'll really dive in if it's so like so specific and you have to hit this beat and hit this thing that's when i get into my head and there's a way to do it on both fronts i'm just my strength and skill set is here's the scene here's what's going on go 
now, and then you just go. And I would, it's amazing. N- and the ongoing theme of you not being in scene study that we constantly look <laughs> back to <laughs> is that I would say that <laughs> not to bully you, and by no means, Jason. No, it's I. Think, I'm in a class right now. <laughs> oh, you're doing a great job in that class, and you're growing a lot. Thank um, you. But what I would say <laughs> is that those skill sets mm-hmm. you think don't serve you in the scripts that are given more. But in the scripts that are given more, you're just, you're filling in colors. They're not telling you how to paint. Oh, no, I agree 1,000%. I'm just saying what I naturally do versus the brain starting to get involved too much because you can overthink yeah. and make it too complicated. What? And that's where my brain switches to sometimes. Um, but if I really just take a step back and be in the moment and be in the character in that scene and let the other muck go, that's when yeah, I, it just feels good. I agree. I, yeah. I think that you have... A muck, sh- a muck, a muck, a muck, a muck. I want that sweatshirt. Yeah, okay. You have a birthday <laughs> coming up. Okay. No, not for my birthday then, not for my birthday. Oh, okay. You just want it? No, I just want that sweatshirt. Um, We're just going to spend money. There's, spend there's money a great now. Disney Hocus Pocus store that just launched specifically Hocus Pocus stuff. And there's this one sweatshirt that says a muck. And for those of you who know Hocus Pocus, I just, you know, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> It's not officially Halloween until I think that it's might be my favorite Sarah Jessica Parker role. I think so too, actually. Amak, 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 yeah. amak. Um, every season has a movie, and it's not that season until you see so that movie. So, what's your spring movie? <sighs> I should have said holiday season. I suppose I don't know if there's a good <laughs> spring movie. What I'd say, summer movies, Armageddon. I don't want to close my but eyes. But I feel like that's just like a good summer movie. I don't want to fall asleep. Michael Bay makes good popcorn Michael Bay movies. just makes good popcorn movies. It's true. Um, but Halloween, it's without doubt. Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. And Interview with the Vampire. I know we've missed it the last couple of years. But we should watch it this year. You just did it. I would love to yeah. watch it again. I do love that one. Thanksgiving, clearly. Avalon, hello. Yeah. Um, there are other ones for Thanksgiving, but it's not really Thanksgiving until Avalon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... The holidays, of course. Yeah, holidays. Love actually in the holiday. holiday. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. But spring movies. This is interesting. Yeah. Would be a good What's spring a good movie? spring movie? Like, does this fall into rom-com Which territory? Mean, or like, because a, a classic like While You Were Sleeping is around the holidays too. Yeah, That's not spring. Holiday, yeah. um, we'll have to think about that one. I would think uh, sp- sports movies would be good summers. Sports movies need to be like excellent. Yeah, but... Uh, but in like order to be when good. When I think about a sports movie, I think most of them take place during summer. Is like Jerry Maguire? Jerry Maguire. Well, Jerry Maguire is your... No, that, that's during, during football, so that's fall. It's falling into winter. Um, you had me at hello. But again, not a good spring movie. How many times can we drop Renee Zellweger without actually saying Renee Zellweger? I don't <laughs> know. We did, we did it twice just Chicago? now. Oh, I love um, that show. I love that show. Um, but no, so the the rest of the week was, spring was pretty good. If we make a Spring Awakening movie, that'll be our spring that would be a good movie. Interesting. We would, you Interesting. Like, would you like Spring Awakening as a movie? I don't know if I would. Like when it? the last five years was being put into a movie, one, I just got pissed at the casting. Two, I was like, how are you going to make this work? It was actually better than I was anticipating. Spring Awakening would work much more easily. But Spring Awakening as a, a movie musical. Like in the weeds, theater nerd <laughs> on like whether or not it would be a good conversion to a movie. Yeah. But honestly, like... It has, it has a stronger through line... And the musical numbers has a through line. would work. <laughs> no, no, no. But like last five years, how we were saying, are they going to make it go chronological, chronological yeah, which yeah. we were afraid of, which would have ruined it. They didn't. And it worked. worked. They actually yeah. did make it work. Um, hmm, Spring Awakening, the movie. 
Interesting. I'm sure somebody's trying to develop Interesting. it. I'm sure it's in development somewhere. It makes me think of Love Actually, the musical, which we missed, but I still wanted to see. I'm sure. I submitted for that, but I did not get called see in. see it at some point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the rest of the week was, um, it was good. It was one of those weeks where the days were long, but all of a sudden it's another week. Yeah, that happens. Which that's been happens our, in life, but in COVID time. has definitely been, and especially that's since here, much, yeah. has just been a little bit a thing. Um, health update, the x-ray that I got last week. Yeah. Um, what you got? Got a call on Friday. The good news is wasn't pneumonia. Didn't look like any kind of infection in there. Bad news is they found several <laughs> nodule masses in the lower left lung, which uh, I it, that has been hurting me for a yeah. very, very, very long time. So I have to have a CT scan on Friday just just to be safe. They don't think it's anything serious. I'm putting that out there. They don't think it's anything serious. Um, they're thinking maybe it's residual scar tissueing from something. And the only thing I can think of is when I was pregnant with Lila. Towards the end of the pregnancy, I was like mm-hmm. seven and a half months pregnant. Yeah. I did get a really bad bout of bronchitis. And because I was pregnant, I couldn't take anything for it. Oh, and yeah. I'm just hoping that it's just yeah, residual that really from sad. that. It was really bad. And, you know, it's fine. Yeah. But that's just, it's kind of one of those, it's like another unwanted, frustrating hiccup on top of just everything that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried I'm like a little concerned, but I'm not worried. Yeah. It's just not a fun phone call to get, especially no. during a time like but COVID. If was, but if it was something to be worried about, they would have rushed you right in. They would have. Yeah. Well, well, because of insurance, I had to wait because of the pre-authorization, the five-day thing. You That's why. pre-authorization for a CT scan? They wanted me to go in on Monday. But when I called to make the appointment on Friday, they were like, "We ha- there's a pre-authorization thing with the insurance and this uh, and the other, and the earliest we can get you in is next Friday. They wanted me in on Monday. Oh, okay. So hopefully we'll have the results next week and um, I can let you know, but it should be fun. Kind of related to Hollywood, the Democratic National Convention. I was gonna, that's what we're going to move into. Week. Yeah. Um, and it's being hosted every night by a celebrity. How do you think it's going, first of all, before we get into the specifics? <laughs> as as a whole, going? how do you think the DNC is the going, DNC is going? Um, as a virtual event, as the I speakers? Think I think it's being a very well produced virtual event. I think they managed to shift gears and do an incredible job of producing. Mm hmm. Uh, a show of this style um, at this scale. I think they've done a really good job. I think it's nice that they're having celebrities host every day. Yeah, we saw Kerry Washington they on the screen earlier. Ava <laughs> um, Longoria opened. Ava Longoria um, was on. Uh, it's just been nice to see. What's her name? Tracy Ellen Ross was last night. Mm-hmm. But um, the thing is about it, it's like it kind of plays into that notion of the liberal elite, the Hollywood elite, which is true and it's not true. Um, I just, I'm so sick <laughs> of <laughs> what's going on with the politics in this country Yeah, that it's so divisive. It's so polarized. Nobody's actually getting anything done. It's just exhausting. And I would really just, really just want people to look in their hearts and think, what's best for me? What's best for the next generation? What's best for my neighbor? I think that's part of the problem. You just hit it on the head. What's best for me versus what's best for the next generation? And there are a lot of people that unfortunately fall in our age group and slightly younger who aren't thinking about the next generation in that regard. Now, there are many people who I'm I'm seeing just from hearing Michelle speak, which made me so happy. Yeah, she's um, pretty amazing. 
turn the tide a little bit of, all right, I'm going to hop on board with, with Biden and Harris. Um, and it's, it's that thing of, yeah, we've said for a long time the two-party system is broken. Yes, there needs to be radical change yes. for sure, without question. However, this election is not the time to mess with that. Now, everyone is entitled to their own opinion, and you're going to do what you're going to do, and I get that. And it's not like we're trying to yell at you or shame you. or It's nothing like that. But being able to look, like you just said, to the next generation of what is best right now, you just have to vote blue well, and take care of, of it. I'd say top of ticket. I largely agree with you. Yeah. Um, uh, I would say. Well, I'm quoting what you said the other day. Yeah. Well, I think top of ticket. It's very important to, okay, uh, top to, of ticket. to vote top of ticket. to vote against Donald Trump. If you can't vote for Biden Harris, at least vote against Donald Trump by voting for <laughs> for the Democratic nominee. Um, <laughs> but I think um, I think everyone below the top of ticket. You know, I I, would, I really while I don't necessarily support all of his policies, mm-hmm. uh, Bernie Sanders, I think that he's a great example of how you can stay a political outsider by maintaining your independence from a actual political party, caucus with whichever party you want to caucus with on given issues, mm-hmm. but really push the conversation your direction. If you're libertarian, if you're communist, if you're whatever the next generation of political revolution within our country, yeah. Like if the Black Lives Matter movement finds that its voice doesn't actually exist within the Democratic Party, great. Start a movement. Mm. Make sure that local county clerks or whoever gets elected by their populace are people who are active, if not members, supporters of Black Lives Matter. Absolutely. I mean, and that's that's to say issues that are considered right wing, like um, people who are anti-abortion and stuff like that. Like if that's what you really want, great local officials now the issue with that is is that takes time and that takes patience it does it's not it's not an instant change and that's it allows politics as usual to play out for longer it allows the media to continue to play games for longer it allows the hollywood elites and the corporate elites and the left and on the right to continue to make decisions for you but those are the stepping stones where if you change there it can then grow into the larger whether it becomes a three-party or four-party or whatever the future is that needs to change to make america truly what it was founded on and what it stands for which has just gotten lost especially in the last four years it's been happening for a long time but the last four years have just kind of crumbled well, w- one of the problems we just the, have to figure the out the two new party system is really just that like the senate and the congress can hold things back yeah My, the, the amount of minority power and a minority minority i mean minority votes minority seats not minority human beings mm-hmm. um in that are it, that is built into uh the senate proceedings and it's built into congressional proceedings has allowed a disproportionately small group of or a small percentage of people to have disproportionate power to their population. Yeah. And that's um that's unfortunate because it's not being wielded to help Americans, it's being wielded to help themselves stay in power. And I don't think at the end of the day that is the right thing to do. I think that if you're yeah. going to stay in power and you're going to do what you can to fight and stay in power, I think it's your responsibility to do what's best for the populace, not not what's best for you. Right. No, I agree. I agree. Total random side note. Sure. It's just we forgot to say it earlier. I just wanted to shout out, uh, sh- shout out, a congratulations yeah. to um, Black Oxygen, who shot an amazing music yeah. video this past weekend, which 
we're so sorry we weren't in Los Angeles to be a part of yeah. it. It just well, it wasn't to, safe to fly back. To the production it just team. wasn't. Um, but we're excited to see it and, and support it and blast it. And for directing. It's it's we're we're really proud of you guys and yeah. we were there in spirit. We wish we had been there in person. Yeah. Um but we're excited for you and Congratulations. And congratulations. Uh speaking of industry stuff, I think oh one God. of the most frustrating things that happened this week is Jason and I, as well as thousands of others, attended the SAG AFTRA oh, health this plan <laughs> oh, uh, informational seminars, the webinars, the webinars um, because a, a bombshell was kind of dropped. There was no vote, no nothing. It was so well, here's how we're ratifying the healthcare and good luck. And yeah. it is bull. It is it is malarkey. It's terrible. Bull honky. Um, do you want to attempt to summarize it quick? Um, very, very, very quick. So like super prior, concise. <laughs> prior to, um, so th- this goes into effect January 1st, 2021. Prior to January 1st, 2021 or December 31st, 2020, um, there are two plans. Uh, plan one and plan two. Plan one has a threshold, uh, an earnings threshold of 35000 to enter. Plan two has a 13000 or $18,000 18. threshold to enter. So, that's being collapsed into one plan with a threshold of just under $26,000 of earnings. Now, Amelia and I have never personally qualified for the healthcare program. We have a bunch of friends that have. I got real close a couple of years. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> but I did not. Is, so it's either. And so plan one was a far better superior plan versus the plan, plan two. two. So combining it actually is good. Yes. It's just. Um, raising the floor for raising the minimum in earnings for entry is going to really hurt a lot of your day playing co-star actors, which is a really like that's that's I'd say the largest percentage of working actors work. One to three days a week. Correct. Every few weeks. Now, the outrage here is not that they are combining the plan and raising the entry like that. Yes, as a whole, when Mm -hmm. you break down the numbers, that is better. They're doing it during a pandemic when no one has worked for five months. There is no way, unless you are a series regular or a celebrity, you are going to make the minimum. And over 3,000 people are going to be losing their health care because of it. And they just, to quote you, don't seem to care. No. No, I and am. I think that yeah. is what was getting us so outraged. And there was an area where you could, you know, put in questions. because right yeah. And Jason wrote, there were several times he'd go, well, what about this and what about that? And I finally said, just write it in. And he had yeah. a couple really good questions. And they didn't answer. And they didn't answer them. One of them, they danced around for nearly 15 minutes and kind of answered a well, little so, bit. So my, my biggest push is there's about 160,000 active members. I don't know if that includes FICOR members who do technically pay into the health You know, program. I actually don't know that. I would assume no because they kind of yeah. turn their so back on five there's, there's probably another. So that's probably another 10 or 15,000 more actors. Probably. So you're, either way, let's say 150,000 people. 150,000 people still having to pay premiums and there's an employer contribution. And I understand that the top, top, top tier of actors, the actors that are earning like the 150,000 plus a year, 200,000 plus episode. a year. An episode. Yeah, crazy top tier. But even the the actors that are working, um, that are guest star actors that are working five to 15, like five to 10 guest stars a year, like those people are earning enough that they're like actually can make a living on their acting. Yeah, yeah. The elite performers, the Mm A-listers are taking up a huge percentage of the donation, donation, elective contribution to the healthcare program. And I understand that. 
Not enough. It's not enough, my opinion. But I'm concerned that the math done for if you lower the bar to entry for, let's say, all members in good standing for five plus years. Right, right. This should be automatic. This is not... Well, you're automatically qualified. Right. And then you can elect to pay the premiums. Or not. Or not. Right. Now, if you elect to pay the premiums, and, and um, they said, you know, every time they've tried to open it up or lower the floor or anytime they raise premiums, they lose people and they lose people and they lose people. My real question was, if you have 100,000 people or 75,000 people collectively bargaining for a health care plan, mm-hmm. how are the premiums not lower? Right. Because you're clearly not. You're, you're, you're brokering for, what, 16,000 people maybe? Exactly. So if you just, economies of scales, it's, maybe the premiums stay the same. But if the premiums stay the same and you insure more people, right. that is a lower risk. Yes, it is. For the insurance company. It is. And they just weren't answering those questions and a couple other ones. But it just, it was so aggravating. Yeah. And they kept saying, you have to understand, it's separate. This isn't sag after. It's a separate yeah, Which healthcare. is a whole other issue. The fact that our union appoints people that are not elected by the actual, like, it'd be one mm-hmm. thing, it'd be one mm-hmm. thing if every local mm-hmm. nominated a handful of people. And those people, like if, if we if we all voted in our local on our healthcare appointee, yeah, and then they made up that board of trustees, right? Plus people that's that different. appointed that's by different. the national board, correct? That's different because it would well, at least then you have actual active voice. voice and conversation and actual yeah. discussion. Well, and it's not that the people that there aren't members. It's no, no, no. But they they're are, but they're not elected. Correct. And that's a huge issue. Huge. And it's kind because of, a fraction of our industry and our union is being represented. Yeah. For life-altering well, like, decisions yeah, like such what as about, this. What about the people who are background actors who live on being background? It's there insane. are people who are background actors and they yeah. make enough where they work enough days a year where they get health insurance. Yeah. Well, you have you to know? work 100 days a year, right? Yeah. Or is it 100, 100 it was, or 180? It was 100 and... I think it's 100 or 150 for this last year. It's something year. like that. It's 100 for 2020 and 100 starting 2021 going forward. Right. Now, my issue with that is how did you work 100 years or 100 years? How did you work 100 days in... 2020 you didn't that's what i'm saying they i i get that and they showed like but we're in the red by 84 million then it's going to be 200 million whatever the numbers were that's just not i pulled numbers but it was kind of like that going into the future years the deficits of the health plan which i get but it just shows the lack of humanity and decency to be doing this during covid when no one Mm -hmm. can pay their dues they're not waiving dues no they postpone them so you don't get fee if you do them six months late, but they're not waiving them. No. And all of these people still have to pay their dues, pay all of this, and they're losing their health care. And their union is, they don't have their backs. They don't have their backs. No. And we just, it really upset us because I saw, I saw, we're not in that level and tier yet, but we're hoping to be there very soon. I know a SAG award winning actor who's going to leave the union because of this. I know two. I've I, seen, I saw two posts about that this week. I'm sure one of them is the same, same person guy, we're talking yeah. about. And it's just like... They're like, fine, bye. Bye. And it's crazy because uh, I get into arguments with people about how important it is to do things union. And in the last two years, I'm just like, you know what? Yeah, it's important to go union. But what protections are you really offering me? Right. If you're just protecting my income so that you can make more money, mm-hmm. what are you? You're not a union. You're not a union. You're not I've always had the mindset, not that I'm anti-FICOR. That's very, very intense, but I don't recommend it nor would I partake in it it's not anti but it's just like uh, 
And part of that is because of I'm so proud to be a union member and a professional actor and be part of yeah, this I guild. Agree. And just the fact that we're being treated as well, numbers with blatant disrespect as far as our health is concerned is incredibly troubling. You going FICOR would affect your ability to remain equity. Well, right. I'm union on across yeah. the board there. Um, so it would. Right. I just think it's one of the most abhorrent things that I have seen from a legislative body that I'm actually connected to. Yeah. And we're talking about political change and all of that. In every arena, in every union, in every workforce and workplace, there are politics. Yes. Uh, SAG, my gosh, it might be the closest to actual politics well, in D.C. because enough. Right. It's, it's very similar, but just the fact that we're dealing with this the same year as an election year is doing a lot in people. And I'm seeing so many friends, activists, influencers online actually speaking out against the SAG after plan. Well, um, what's crazy is that that's, uh, the new SAG production agree- producer agreements mm-hmm. got passed like at 76%, 78% yeah. or something really, not really high because it's normally really, really high, like north of 90. It's normally, right, it's normally much higher. But, yeah, so these, production, 51, so these, production, these production agreements go into place and it's like, yeah. Um, guys, hey, uh, those are our employers who mm-hmm. are paying into our health care. Right. We need to broker a better deal with them oh, so yeah. we can have better health care. Oh, you didn't mention that? Oh, oh, aren't you kind? Aren't you gracious? <laughs> I just think that, I just think, again, people are in power who like being in power. Yeah. And they're not doing what's best for people. And I know we scantily campaigned for Ma- uh, Matthew Modine, but it just blows my mind how corporately dumb SAG is being, how just... And that's no disrespect to Gabrielle, Car- I mean, the, the, the president, and I mean, there are... No, it just... However, the way this is being handled and the way certain things have been handled the last several years running up to this has been eye-opening and appalling. And I mean, Jason's kind of talked about it. We mentioned it slightly on here before, but I think he and I are going to wind up at some point running and possibly taking over SAG in the future. We'll see what oh, happens. Okay, and then, yeah. you know... Take over the White House. <laughs> Just Team Rosenmeyer for the win. <laughs> you and not changing your last name, dear God. Rosenmeyer. I like Rosenmeyer. We're the Rosenmeyers. <laughs> you, you're rebranding me? <laughs> and you say we. We are. We are. I am part of we that. We are the Rosenmeyers. La, la, la. <laughs> we have a jingle now. <laughs> okay. But no, I truly do think, um, especially with SAG, um, there have been many things over the last few years that I've seen you get very impassioned about. Um, I like watching it heated, though. But this one Not got me, too. Upset, no, but, but this one really got me, too. And I feel like reform and looking out for your fellow actors and artists is so... It's vital to the core of what a union is. Yeah, it's the backbone And of it's time to rectify what's wrong and fix it. Yeah, our collective bargaining is trash. I know. <laughs> so, you know, give, give us a few years, guys. Give us give us five to ten years. But Jason and I will... Uh, We'll do something. We'll fix it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No pressure. Check. You know, just check it off no the to do list. But um, ching. <laughs> oh, but I love you, babe. Love you. We're too. gonna change the world. Okay, I'm down. Change the world. I'm down. With our perfect little Lila and, and sweet little else, Brady boy. Not that we're pregnant, but we are not pregnant. But who else? Stop telling us. My cousin. Everyone, stop telling us to get pregnant. Watch us just suddenly be like one day, hey, we're pregnant. We are not. Just, that's how we're gonna announce it on our podcast. Just like, hey, guess what? La la la. <laughs> but we are not. I love you. I love you too. I hope you have a magical I will. birthday. I'll be spending it with you and our daughter, so Yay. it's going to be a perfect day. 
And I just love you so much. And I, I wish you, you too, nothing honey. but the best for this upcoming year. And may Thank all you. of your dreams come true. You deserve everything you want and more. Thank and you. I'm glad to be by your I have side more for than all I of it. ever could, ever could do. Oh, I love you. Love you too. <laughs> and thank you all for tuning in. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosewall. And, and this, this has been Married to Hollywood. Hollywood. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, make sure you're wearing a mask. Staying at home. <laughs> registering to vote. Register to vote. Black Lives Matter. Vote. Stay safe. Stay healthy. We love you. Love Thanks. you. Bye. Bye. Thank you.